Hey guys, it's Zach. And it's Mo. And welcome to the very first episode of the It's About Bravo podcast where we talk all things Bravo and you better believe we're going to talk about it. So we've been wanting to get into the Bravo podcasting world for a long time. I've known Mo for how long would you say? I would say like like three or four years. I feel like it's been longer. Probably than longer, that. yeah. Probably like five. No, or five years. Five I moved or to six. New York in two thousand and fourteen, so definitely. So Mo and I met because I was friends with someone he was friends with, but there was a huge like altercation (laughs) we can use the word altercation we could definitely use the word altercation Um, was it physical possibly oh my god (laughs) it was like a very good like housewife storyline to be honest with you we can go into that like another day for sure uh, story for another time i basically was told this reputation about this kid named mo and just like don't talk to him and i saw him on the dance floor at a club and we both found out we were gemini's we both found out we were bravo fans and we just said screw what everyone else thinks we're gonna be friends (laughs) you know was the stories that everyone said true yes uh for sure uh did that reputation uphold me absolutely but i'm you know i'm glad that we kind of got past that because for sure we both have this insane love for reality tv and that was like so apparent the first time that we met we'd be at like the gay bar and everyone would be like drinking around us and we would be like riffing different accents of Dorit. Like, for sure. <laughs> we're like, we're like, PK, get me another vodka cranberry. Jaga. Phoenix. <laughs> so we just have a huge love for Bravo, wanted to get into this um, and just get all of our opinions out because we talk way too much about Bravo and there way are too much people about... who don't want it to be about Bravo. That's kind of how we got this name for the podcast where it's like, it's not about Bravo. Like, please don't let yeah. it be about Bravo. But, but I mean, for us, Bravo. and I feel like all of you listening, hopefully there isn't all of you, but you listening, it's also about Bravo in your lives. So, like, we find a way to make everything about Bravo in our lives. Everything. Literally, Literally I'll be, everything. like, walking down the street, and I'll be like, this is, the, like, the time in Season 7, Episode 8 <laughs> of in New Jersey, where and it's just too much. So yeah. we just needed some feedback. But we just wanted to basically get into our first episode before we kick things off and really deep dive into Housewives episodes, Housewives seasons, hot takes, um, our opinions, uh, just kind of go over what we're what this podcast is all about. Yes. All right, so, Mo, how did you first, like, find your love for Bravo? Like, what was that, like, flipping the table, leg on the table kind of, like, moment for you that, like, got you addicted? I feel like I'm one of the rare, like, with the newer Bravo fans, a lot of them started, um, you know, like, later in the seasons and would watch back on Hulu, but, like, I really started with season one of OC. I was, like, 13 years old, watching these, like, old women fight with each other, and I was like, what is this? Like, there was nothing like it. I was also a huge Desperate Housewives fan, so Real Housewives was kind of like a spinoff of Desperate Housewives, and I was a massive, yeah, Desperate Housewives fan. And then I watched the first season of OC, and I was instantly, like, oh, my God, this is for me. Meanwhile, I was about, like, probably 13, 14, because it was, you know, 14 years ago or whatever. And I loved it, you know, Vicky screaming, uh, we had Joe De La Rosa, yeah, we had Slade back in the day, like, you know, all of that, I truly loved it. And then Tammy Sue came in the game, like, season three, and I was, like, obsessed. Yeah, I'm here, you're like, I'm here for the ride, I'm, I'm pulled up in the van. Like, 13-year-old me love mess as much as 28-year-old me loves mess. Loves mess. Loves it. So, like, I mean, how did you get into Bravo? What was your, like, first, that first moment for you? I've always, like, had kind of, like, a fascination with reality TV, like, I always, like, was obsessed with like the Kardashians and like ever since like I was like young I was like not allowed to watch reality TV so it was always kind of like when I'm at like my cousins or like my grandma's I'm gonna like watch reality TV and so and I've always had like 
my sister's always like, you have such a love for that middle-aged rich <laughs> white woman or rich like this person. Right. Like, you know, and I'm just like, uh, That woman yeah, lives like, inside every gay man and that's like, why I'm we like, love it. Okay, yeah, like give me a bottle of wine and yeah. like, a rich like 45-year-old like woman who lives in the gates. I love, so then me and my one friend Justin, like, uh, you know Justin. Uh, yes, um, very well. Just fan, shout out to Just fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, he would play like old episodes of Roni when we were like hungover the next day, like, and I was like, wait, I'm obsessed with this. Like, as soon as I saw Luann go, like, just be cool. Don't Why be you gotta all, be all like, like uncool. uncool? You know, I'm like, okay, I am obsessed. So I started off with Beverly Hills. Uh, season one and just got hooked and binged like all of it got caught up on all the seasons and now I've been a Bravo fan for like almost like six seven years was season seven of Roni like your first like season that you watched was that season airing um it's no actually season eight was airing at the okay. time and so it's about Tom <laughs> it's about Tom yeah. yeah so like when and everyone was like oh my gosh you have to watch this season like the season's so crazy with like Tom and Luann and everything like that and then I've just been hooked. I, I started watching, like, Dallas after that. I was like, let me give this all, like, a shot. Yeah. Potomac, everything. And then that's when I was so excited when I got to watch, like, season one of Salt Lake City right off the bat. Yeah. You know? I was like, I'm obsessed with this. That happened for a lot of, like, newer Bravo fans. They're not, like, saying that you're super new, but people who, like, got into it late in the game, a lot of people found, like, this love for Salt Lake City because they got to watch it in real time. Yes. Which is why I think I love it so much because I got to watch, like, season one of OC in real time and then I followed, like, with BH, with Roni, like, all of that. And it was just, like... I feel like I've been on a journey with these women more than I've been with anyone in my life. I, I feel like I know these women to my core and like people are like, oh my gosh, but these women are horrible. They're like monsters. And I go, yeah, but they're my, my monsters. monsters. Yeah, absolutely. I go, Ram Ramona's a terror, but like she's, she's my, my terror. terror. I'm oh. obsessed with her. Love. So like, it's just one of those like things. It's like, I watch this show to watch mess. I watch these shows not for anyone on a it's escapism i feel yeah. like that's why everyone loves reality tv i was always like i loved the real world i loved the challenges growing up like that was all We're both amazing. with big brother yeah like, big, oh my big brother survivor all the above like the competition shows but then when you get into like this behind the gates lifestyle of like looking at the affluent rich and famous i mean not all of them are rich and famous uh they're pretending to be but <laughs> getting behind you know a peek behind the gates at that it was like aspirational yeah you know no, it's like one of those things where it's like these and a lot of these women are doing big things and they're not just staying at home it's not like your cookie cutter like housewife it's like they're doing like big monumental things like a lot of them are doing actual things for like great causes and I mean where else do you see like women of a certain age like really getting into their exactly, own exactly because Hollywood doesn't pay attention to those women absolutely and it's like these women are finally getting like a voice of their own. A voice of their own and what they deserve. And I just love hearing that. I'm obsessed. So obsessed. Uh, that's how I got into Housewives and I'm on this train forever. And, uh, and honestly, like I got into Housewives and then I got into Southern Charm yeah. and then I got into Vanderpump and then I'm, now I'm just like, okay, I only watch Bravo TV. Yeah. We're on I'm the doing. Bravo train until the wheels fall off. Oh, until the wheels fall off. fucking sure. Okay, so like for our next little segment, I thought that it would be a very cute idea if we just kind of like gave our Bravo like opinions, like what's your favorite housewife, what's your favorite housewife city, um, and what's your favorite hot take? Because everyone, we love a good hot take. Love a good hot take. 
Um, so my, I mean, my favorite city's always gonna be Roni. Like, there was a different feeling that came in when Roni started for me. These women just, I mean, I'm a New Yorker as well. I've lived in New York for the past seven years. So maybe some like how New York is kind of like the eighth or seventh housewife, that kind of gave me like a love for it, but it's always gonna be Roni for me. I can watch those drunk biddies do whatever for like seasons and seasons to come to an end. I don't want Sonia, Luann, or Ramona to ever leave my TV to screen. To ever leave. Ever. They can ever. stay on literally forever and I'm okay with that. Don't, don't cancel us Roni gays. We <laughs> are the Roni gays. I'm sorry. I don't know what to like say. I, my favorite's Roni too. I like, and I always am seeing on Twitter, they're like, if you're a Roni gay, if you like hate. Like you don't if have you, an if you, You're just having, I'm like, uh-uh, no, I'm sorry. I can watch these women do whatever I want, like whatever they want. And I still am entertained. They could be playing Go Fish. And I'm like, okay, like I'm here. Yeah, you know, someone's going to start crying. Someone's going to start screaming. They're going to get drunk. Sonya's going to yell about so like sleeping with Luann's men. Like. It, it, it just cracks me up. I will never get bored of it. The day I get bored of Roni, the world's going to hell. I don't know what to say. But that one is definitely my favorite franchise. Doesn't mean that I don't love... I, I feel like I hold a special kind of love for like... Beverly all, Hills. All. I hold a special love for Beverly Hills. No matter how bad it is, like I'm going to love it as well. I still do. Like Because it was the one that... It was like my gateway that got me like into Housewives. Like I would watch Roni and Beverly Hills and that's what got me into it. Now I'm obsessed with like... But uh, now I'm obsessed with like Potomac, Salt Lake, and it doesn't, I feel like the Housewives like cities, like it changes like as it goes where it's like, which one's doing like well at each time. Right. So like currently I'd say like the reigning three is like, it's like Potomac, Roni. And then like, I mean, Salt Lake's up and there. And Salt man. Lake is really, cl- if they have, which we are in. We are in a time. We, we are in a time where season two seems like it's going to be one of the most iconic housewife seasons of all time. And I'm ready for it to ascend to like my favorite housewife city. So Absolutely. I'm, wearing, like I'm currently New wearing York, a Salt Lake like, City crew neck right now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I feel like those Potomacs, the Salt Lake cities, they were looking at them with like fresh eyes. It's the first couple of seasons. It's kind of like how we felt. They still have that magic in them. They still have like that. I don't know how to say it. They still have like, they're new. So we are definitely loving them with like a different... We're looking at them with a different, different lens, lens as opposed to like mm-hmm. seeing like 12 seasons of Roni. Some people are like, I'm over watching those old drunk women. And I'm like, no, I want to watch nothing but those old drunk women. I like, will say last season was heavy on the drunk. Like, it was very it was, heavy it was, on the drunk. It was just a little too much. I like them to be drunk, but then I also like them to have like that kind they of They need like, to be coherent. I'm here and <laughs> yeah. you're here and be like coherent. Yeah, I don't want to keep hearing them slurring arguments. Like I need yeah. some quick wit. Some fat, I mean, it missed the Bethany of it all. Which, I do miss the sure. Bethany of it all. I'm sorry. Uh, let's get into a little Bravo or a little hot take. What's your Real Housewives hot take? Okay. Um. Gosh, I have so many. You have so many. Um. Like, uh, come back to me. What's okay. What's yours? Uh, I think my hot take will be, and it's shocking because it is about Roni, and which Roni is my favorite season. But I don't think that Scary Island's that great. I don't think that Jill Zarin's a great housewife. I thought she was. Borderline terrible. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, the scary <laughs> island thing, I, I under... Uh-uh. Jill Zarin is, like, in my top ten. She, I know she is, but, like, for me, Jill Zarin just didn't do it. Like, I thought that she self-produced way too much. She just wasn't as authentic, which, you know, there's a lot of houses that aren't authentic, but for me, it just felt played on way too much, and I just don't think she's interesting. The hi. <laughs> I still, I quote that every Bobby. time I come into a room that I'm not welcoming. I mean, R.I.P. Bobby, but, like, Ugh, he was the best part about Jill, I feel like. 
And I just thought like those last seasons, like that fight with her and Bethany, it just got too nasty. It was just like the jealousy of it all. It didn't give me the same thrill that like Bethany versus Carol gave me. Cause you, I, I was, I love both of them. Do you see those do. trends on TikTok where it's like, um, what is that pink song where it's like, um, just, no, it's not just give me a reason, but it's like, it is, a just give me it's a like, is it, is it that one? I think so. It's like. I, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to go back to it. Where it shows like two housewife friends, like Jacqueline. Oh my god, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's like Jill and Bethany, and it's mm -hmm. like, you know, I believe that they were soulmates and everything. Yeah, like I that. literally just saw that the other night scrolling on my FYP. But Which, see, I think that Carol and Bethany had so much of a more like impact because they were much more real friends. Mm -hmm. It's like they were off camera friends. And it wasn't yeah. as played on. Like, even Bethany going to, like, Bobby's funerals. I mean, it was so played on on both ends. Like, yeah. Joe wanted them there for the cameras. Bethany wanted to be there for the cameras. It was just, like, the inauthenticity of it all with Joe Saren is I just thought, I, I think I love that about her, to be honest with you. I never I, want I, that like, woman back on my screen. I, <laughs> I, I beg every day to the Bravo gods. I'm like, hey, at bravotv.com, um, like, can you please all. put... Jill Zarin back on my TV. I need her right now. I need like her to walk into the room, be like, hi. hi. Surprise! You gotta be kidding. You have to be effing kidding. Are you... Jill just walked in. I don't get hi. it. I don't know what to say. Hi. Um, See, they even did her so dirty when she was a guest on, what was it like, was it last season? Okay, no, they did her so, so wrong. I mean, we could have at least got like, they could have done a confessional. There has been so many opportunities for them to bring her back in like a friend of role or even full time. And we got Barbara. I we love her. Barbara. I, don't get me wrong. I love Babs. Um, oh. She follows me on Instagram. I'm obsessed with her. Okay, love that for Vote you. Vote for her for mayor, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Vote, for, <laughs> Vote for Babs for mayor of New York. Um, Honestly, might. No, I, I, I love. So... My Bravo hot take is that I honestly think that Vicky Gumbleson should not have been fired from OC. Oh, no. Like, no, I... I, I, I think it was her I, time to go. But then what... Look at what we got. Okay, so I'm like, sorry. Look at what we got. They're not mutually exclusive, though. A bad <laughs> season of OC isn't just because Vicky was fired, and Vicky wasn't fired because of a bad season of OC. I don't know. I do kind of... Like, I do not think she is, like, the Housewives franchise, but I do think that they, like kind of shat on her a little bit especially with the new rumors of this like housewives all-stars coming oh and that they yeah i mean like vicky not coming back that. or even like to me like the real oc star is tamra like i was calling for tamra to be let go every fucking me episode too. last season and then she left and i was like, oh, like where's what, tamra? Have, what have we done what have we done and like yeah no i i was a huge like i would uh, my old bravo hot take was i hate tamra judge <laughs> And you know what? I take that back, Tamara. I love you. Come back please to the come OC. Back. Like please. I'm like. Oh, you know she's waiting at Bravo. Oh, like, she's by the phone twenty four seven. Like please call. I, I, I'm I'm so sorry. I'd she like to put in a five dollars extension. Like for <laughs> one of my sure. good friends, Chrissy, would always be like, "I love Tamara," and I'm like, "I can't stand yeah. her." But like now, I'm like, "Wow, she really she, did drive the storyline." Tamara honestly created the housewives that we know today. Like before, yeah. it was kind of just like separate stories, and then when she came on season three of OC, and the did you go to Bass? Lake. Like, did you go to Bass Lake? Naked wasted. Like that <laughs> whole yeah. <laughs> that whole fight, like all of that is when Housewives really started. She like started 100%. the mess between the women and then they started doing group scenes and they started doing group trips and like slowly but surely it became the housewives that we know and love I today. Love. Um okay, who is your favorite housewife of all time? Oh my god, this changes more than like I don't even know, but like for me, I feel like it's definitely currently Portia Williams. I, Nobody's I doing it like Portia Williams. <laughs> it used to be Bethany Frankel, but 
Like, no one was as quick-witted, as great as Bethany, but, like, now I think Portia's really coming into that stepping stone where she's gonna make so much of herself from Housewives. Yeah. She's so fucking funny. Like, she'll be in... There's, like, this moment, like, two seasons ago where she was in Miami and she, like, just looked at her dress and said, ooh, all this titty sweat. Like, moments <laughs> like that where she's not trying to be it's funny. It's the little things, guys. It's the little things. And she's so funny. So who's yours? Okay, mine is Sonia Morgan. I love Sonia Morgan. She is my favorite of all time. My sister got me a cameo for my birthday last year. We <laughs> quote it all the time because in and of, in it of itself, there was at least ten to fifteen iconic quotes in my cameo. In just in my two minute cameo, we always always. She's like, what what did she say? She goes, oh, I hear you love Housewife, and then she angles up the phone in this like weird very weird angle not flattering and she's like and i'm your number one <laughs> and and i'm like just dying and my brother's name is javi like my mom's puerto rican and she goes this cameo is from rosie Javi, mom <laughs> and dad and i'm like and we always are like we, we'll look at my brother and we're like Javi. it's just so <laughs> funny um sonia i just fell in love with her like I saw a little, like, poodle at a restaurant the other day, and I go, Milu! And I'm, like, just, like, quoting little Sonia-isms. I just think she's so funny. I will say that I miss, like, Lady Morgan more than, like, what we're getting right now, but I will always have a special place in my heart for Miss Sonia, and I get very angry when I see Sonia slander on the timeline. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people think that Sonia's time is up, but, like, like I said back, going back to the Roni thing, I could watch them do whatever for so mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. And I've actually seen Sonia in the wild many of times. And uh, she is exactly how she is on TV. I've seen her at the dry cleaners on Madison Avenue in New York. And the Sonia Morgan that you were getting on TV is a Sonia Morgan in the middle of the day on Madison Avenue at 1 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. And that's what we love about her. We love a housewife that is just unconventionally, authentically themselves. Absolutely. If they're a monster on TV, I hope they're a monster in real life. Not uh, not for the sake of other people, but I just like I like to see the authenticity of someone just being completely themselves, even if it's not in the best light. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, so that is our first introductory podcast. Stay tuned for our next like real podcast episode where we dive into the Roni premiere, which premieres the first week of May. And we will talk probably about the Beverly Hills trailer. I'm sure that will be out by then. And whatever Housewives content is on the air, New Jersey, Dallas, hopefully the Atlanta reunion. All of the above. And follow us on all socials. Uh, We have Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us at about underscore bravo. Took us a while to get there. there, (laughs) It's like the most basic handle, but hey, (laughs) here we we are. And so you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we will be on streaming services such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever you want to stream your podcasts. So stay tuned for more Bravo content. And like we say, it's about Bravo. It's about Bravo. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.